I, I do I do my best. <clears throat> yeah. There are problems. I find problems. I sort the problems. I'm just going to sort this coffee. Yeah, good plan. Yeah. Actually, generally speaking, that's not what I do to problems at all. What I do to problems is I run away from them and hide. <laughs> that's that's kind of my approach. I don't mind them so much. What problems? Yeah. I don't mind the occasional nice problem. The sort of problem that you, you know, like, shall I play Elite Dangerous or Valheim or Diablo 3 or Rome 2? That's a problem I can get on with. Yeah. You know? Yeah, me too. Problems like, how am I going to pay this bill? They're a bit more tricky. I'm less keen on. Yeah. I'm sure somewhere there's a paying bills simulator on the computer. I mean, that's The Sims, isn't it? Yeah. Sims, Sims, you have to do that, don't you? Second Life. Second Life? By God, I've not looked at Second Life in years. Mm. Ever since it became a... How can I put this? Um, a... Personalised area. A simulation... Uh, a virtual environment catering for specific desires. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that. I did a wicked ritual on Second Life once. Yeah. I didn't do it. It was... Other people were doing it. I attended it. Participating... Yeah. By viewing. Yeah. Yeah. That was back in the day when I was... I was not being Wiccan exactly. I was reading a lot of Wiccan books about Wicca. Mm. I've not really discovered the whole thing yet. No. It was a starting point. Yeah. But it was good. They got like a whole stone circle they built in a, in a, in a forest clearing. Nice. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they had like lanterns up and stuff and flaming torches. I mean, we've probably got some like standing stones around here somewhere. I would imagine so. Yeah. I mean, the clearing is like the wood the wood in which the clearing is located is sort of on a uh, the side of a hill yeah well it kind of is isn't it because you go down the hill down the path to the spaceport the submarine bay the sub pen yeah and the, the the sort of beachy area where we have you know sailing ships moored up Sailing ships? Well, I assume. Yeah. I mean, we've got a submarine for when we want to do submarine stuff. <laughs> we've got the spaceport for when we want to go into space. Mm-hmm. Because you can do that. We've got my my uh, my Imperial Cutters down there. Well, yeah. If you remember, all 200... Got a bucket somewhere. Yeah, all 208 metres of it. Oof. You know. So we can do... three-point turn that thing very quickly, are you? I d- believe me, it does not do three-point turns. <laughs> 23.2. You switch flight assist off and pull the nose back and it goes... Okay. Like that, and you just watch the stars just <laughs> go gently by. Like that. And like 10 minutes later, you've done about 15 degrees pitch. Ooh. And it's... Uh, yeah, no, it's not... Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sluggish boat, to be fair. Yeah. Pretty, though. Yeah. Very pretty. Yeah. It is Gutemaya, which means it's got lots of nice blue neon trim. Mm. Which is nice. Um, anyway, yes. Yeah, so we've got the spaceport there. I assume when you get down to the beach, you've got the beachy area that you can do beach things on. K 
Combing. Yeah, we've, we've been down there a couple of times. Yeah, combing yeah. or whatever you want to do. We've we've been out of the beach bit for a, a couple. But I I'm assuming that just like along there a little bit, there's like a rocky area or whatever with like jetties on it and stuff, and there's presumably a sailing ship there, some sort of for um you know um square rigged ship of the line kind of looking thing. Ooh, that's a mistake. Gonna have to be big, isn't it? Yeah. You can have a sloop if you want. Oh, I don't know. You can have a sloop, fore and aft rigged. You want guns on it? No, not really. <laughs> why not don't my, we have guns not that? My thing. Why don't we have guns that fire like silly string and stuff? They like, just fire a little flag that goes bang. Poof, yeah, you could do that. I quite like those. Poof, confetti load. Confetti glitter. Yeah. We can have them. We can have guns that shoot glitter. We could do a broadside of glitter. T-shirt cannons. A sparkly broadside. That'd be kind of groovy. Yeah, it would. So for that, we're going to have to have like a... We're going to have to like, like a, at the very least a third rate ship of the line. Because otherwise you haven't got enough... I'll use the word guns, but obviously glitter projectors. Glitter projectors. Glitter launchers. Glitter launchers. So... You have to have like a third rate, so you've got enough glitter launchers to make a really good go of it. Well, you know that stuff. You fire glitter anywhere and it's not coming out for weeks. Now, we, um, you get it scattered all over your ocean. Yeah, that's. you see, that's not a good thing. Very difficult to sweep up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, the point was... It's going to get right up in your hat feathers. And you do not want it up in your hat feathers. You don't. Anyway, the point was, I'd gone the wrong way because basically I was just saying that that's down the hill to the sea. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. see, but if you leave the virtual clearing onto the path and you if you like if you turn left, you go down the hill and you end up at the seaside beach spaceport jetties sub pen. Yeah. But if you leave the virtual clearing and turn right, you go through the woods over the ford. Yeah. Right? Ford the stream. Which is going, and then basically you go up, 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 and you end up on the top of the hill. Huh. And the top of the hill, on the the windswept moor, right, is probably where the stone circle is, unless you'd like it in the woods. Do you know I don't mind, to be honest. Because I figure, if it's on a windswept moor, yeah, right, get everybody round, flaming torches like flaming torches like flickering in the in the in the it, drama is basically okay. what I'm getting oh, at. Okay. Drama. Okay. Because the wind like and the wild and the thunder and all that. Yeah. Drama. Okay. I'm not saying you can't have drama in the woods, I'm just saying up there, drama. That's kind of like drone worthy drama. Oh yeah. If you're gonna put your drone in the woods you're gonna bonk on a branch and leaves and squirrels careful. in the way at drone height but if you're out up on the edge of something you can zoom around it with the drone and you've got your drama shot exactly i like it yeah 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 only for a minute when you said drone i was thinking bagpipes that'd be awesome yeah i mean you're gonna have to i want a pair of bagpipes with a camera on now that your remote control places <gasps> that would be so cool <gasps> Is that is that bagpiping? I do. I don't know how they work. 
You've got quite a lot of lungs, haven't you? <laughs> okay, you can, you can, you can stop now because I'm getting scared. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> Just showing you how well I can backpipe. You're, you're a very good droner. Thanks. I hadn't got anything lined up as a tune, you see. <laughs> I could have given you a, a quick. Uh, uh, I could have given you a quick, quick bit of like nitro by the she or something but Do i it. completely forgot how it goes so i can't well that does make it slightly difficult it does yeah um it's good though recommend it yeah i recommend everything all, all their stuff to be honest mm. the she i'm not advertising they haven't paid us anything s-i-d-h um i don't know whether they're still going actually We'll put a link in the description, lovely listeners. It'd be fine. I hope they are. Oh, well, we re- we've started recording, haven't we? We have. Yeah, okay. About ten minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, in that case, are we going to... How do we better sort of... Um, hang on, coffee. Yeah, coffee first. And then after the coffee... Mm-hmm. I might have to edit that out, because there's nothing more um, unsettling than having to listen to somebody drinking coffee. Um... Anyway, are we gonna are we gonna do like an episode then? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay. Do we put the bagpipe version of the theme tune right here? Oh, if I had time to have a bagpipe version played and recorded, <laughs> I would be most happy. It would it would it would uh, warm the cockles of me little inner Scott. around the virtual campfire which now with added stone circle and bad pipe drone yeah just because we can yeah cause welcome welcome and welcome it is it is kind of it's it's kind of um what's the word it's it's spreading out a bit it is gradually well you know you kind of want to stretch your legs a little bit after 156 episodes yeah yeah it's 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 gradually expanding out like the borg only spawn more tartan overlords. Spawn more tartan overlords. <laughs> Release the neck magfeel. <laughs> I can't even remember what they say. Um, they have little catchphrases, don't they? And they I can't do. remember any of them. Oh, that's disappointing. Um, was it overlords? Spawn more overlords. Yeah, from Starcraft. Yeah. Yeah. I seem to remember being a different word than that. But no, you're probably right. I didn't really play Starcraft, to be honest. It's where you get the Zerg rush from, isn't it? That's the one. All right. Anyway, um, uh, lovely listeners, welcome, what she said, um, to the virtual campfire in the virtual clearing, in the virtual wood, on the virtual hillside. It's all good. Just down from the virtual stone circle. Yeah, you know, it's out there. Just go that way a ways and you'll find it. Yeah, pull yeah. up a log 
Do you want to do warm your knees? Warm your knees. Warm your knees. Yeah. Pull up a log. Uh, grab a drink of choice. Grab the biscuit tin as it comes round. Take what you need. No, take what you want. Let's not. Let's not. Limit, yeah. Let's not limit ourselves here. Um, and the virtual uh, lean-to is over there. If you want anything, the kettle's on. Um, and otherwise, just yeah, yeah, just shuffle in. Make yourselves at home. Make yourselves comfortable. And we're gonna do uh, an episode of this fiasco. I mean, this podcast. <laughs> Fiasco cast is a whole different species. <laughs> Fiasco cast. Yeah. I like it. Everything goes wrong for about 20 minutes and then they play the extra theme tune and that's it. They're done. <laughs> we could do that. We could we could do that with our outtakes. I could manage. I could we manage leave that. in. <laughs> anyway, point is, we're here for a thing. You've got it. Not that kind of a thing. Because that's all big and important. They don't know who we are yet. Oh, they don't, do they? No. No, fair enough. Do you want to start? Because you're, it's, it's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fiasco. Thanks. That, that I will lay claim to. <laughs> I have a flag. Hello, lovely listeners. Do you have a flag? I have a flag. I have a fiasco. I have a fiasco. It's a 1.3 fiasco. <laughs> Ford fiasco. My name's Suzanne Martin. Other, other car makes are available. <laughs> your, your name's what, sorry? The Renault Dreadful. The Renault Dreadful. <laughs> Tell them again. <laughs> um, what would you like me to tell them? I can tell them. Right, she's... Okay, right. She's Suzanne Martin. Um, she's a heathen with a head full of stuff. Some of it is useful. Actually, between you and me, I think quite a lot of it's useful, but she likes to, like, rein it in. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's about all you, what you do, isn't it? Um, and I'm... Um, are you all right over there? Good. Um, and I'm... Um, who am I? I'm Kate. I, You're I'm, Kate. I'm Kate. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm not a heathen, uh, and I don't have very, very little of anything in my head apart from, like, star, meaningless Star Wars trivia. And uh, I am a coffee-powered druid. Well, I'm a druid, but I tend to... Anyway, yeah. So I'm just here because I, I basically live here. So I kind of I kind of sit in on these and just make a nuisance of myself. So anyway, welcome. Lovely to see you. That went quiet, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was leaving them space to be able to say hello. Oh, that's good. That's all. That's very kind. Let's pretend. I planned that. Yeah. And I hadn't just run out of things to say. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Look, let's be serious. We've got. We've got what? a. What? Let's be serious. We've got a. What? What's, what? We've got a show. We've got a, a show. show to do. We haven't. We've got a disaster that we package up and people <laughs> like in small <laughs> doses. Well. Anyway, what are we? What? What? What are we disastering about tonight? Well, because today, I thought. Right here in the Northern Hemisphere, we are at the end of June, mm -hmm. at the time of recording. We are around the end of June. In the last week, maybe two weeks, we've had a multitude of big summer storms. We have. Some of it's which have lovely. quite been quite spectacular. Some of which have been quite loud. That's true. They have been, there have been some scary moments, it must be said. And some of them have arrived um, at 
at sort of four o'clock in the morning on my day off, mm-hmm. on my only day off in a week. Yeah, that was that was timing. Oh, four hundred. You suddenly get a certain flame-headed hammer wielder doing chariot zoomies over the house for about three hours before he kind of goes, "Yep, I'm all zoomed out. Peace," and off he goes. Yeah, yeah. So it seems appropriate that we talk a little bit about Thor. Thor. Yeah. Now I've heard of Thor, haven't I? Yeah, go for it. Thor is a god. That's a good start. One of the Aesir. Also good. The son of Odin. Yes. He is the god of thunder. Yes. Among other things. Among other things. Um, He is a big lad. Pretty big. He's, he's, uh, he's... Can be known in that direction. Substantial. Yeah, solid. Big red beard. Again, yes. Big red hair. Yeah. I don't know how big his hair is, to be honest. I presume it's kind of... He gets he gets pictured a lot that way, with the red beard and red hair look. Norse-ish. Yeah. Um, kind of Brillo pad style, you know. Now he's got a big belt and a pair of gloves, and he's carrying a hammer. And it's a craftsman's hammer. It is. Blacksmith or craftsman, it's a short-handled hammer called Mjolnir. It is. Only, I think that O's got umlauts on it, hasn't it? So it would end up being like Mjolnir or something. I don't know. I don't know how you pronounce like Scandinavian umlauts, if I'm honest. Anyway, Mjolnir is how I pronounce it. Yes. Um, and he uh, fights giants a lot. He has been known to do that. Well, on occasion. On on rare occasion. Uh, a lot of has, rare occasions. Has a tendency, when he gets frustrated, to try and just smack people with said hammer until he gets his own way. That also happens. But rarely gets his own way by doing so. Not going to lie, that's also happening. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm thinking of the, uh, the, the, the giant where he wanted the food out of the food bag. He got hangry. And he got hangry and he yeah. tried... And this guy was was looking after the food and wouldn't let him open the bag. So in the end, like Thor sneaks up and just like whacks him one. Yes. A right wang across the. Anyway, it didn't work. Um, it, it, it didn't. Not very well. What else do I know about Thor? Um, he is. Uh, he is the. Now hang on. What is he now in the films? And I'm sorry to make reference to the films. But a lot of my visuals come from the films, I Go have to it. admit. So uh, I'm trying not to visualise Chris Hemsworth. And I'm trying not to visualise Tom Hiddleston. Good and, God, why and not? If and you, if you have any idea how difficult I find it not to visualise Tom Hiddleston... Mm, yeah, I've got some ideas. Um, he is not Loki's brother. No. In the films, he's Loki's brother. And in the real... In the real, yeah. Loki is Odin's blood brother, isn't he? Yes. So he's actually, I don't know, blood uncle-in-law? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it It's complicated. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. But he hangs around with Loki a bit. He does. Okay, cool. Have I done all right? Done pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Done pretty good. Hmm. Pretty good. So I wanted to talk around Thor a little bit because... uh, I got a, a question online a little bit ago now, which was talking about what gods do I resonate with now? Are they the same ones that I started with? 
and it got me thinking about who the first gods were that I resonated with mm. in the path that I'm on. And the ones that I resonate with now are a little bit different to the ones where I started. And when I first started, Thor was the first one for me that resonated heavily okay. with where I was coming from in the path. And his was the images that came through most strongly. Yep. His was the stories that I focused in on reading first. That was very much the way in yeah. for me. And it was, yeah, there were, there were moments where it was kind of like, you know, crack on. And when I was first starting to learn and I was trying to learn everything all at once, everywhere. Of course. Of course. Because everything, there was so much to learn. And of course, you just get completely like knowledge paralyzed about which way to turn to start with and yeah. where you want to go with with your learning when you're thinking, oh, God, I need to learn that and that and that and that and that. And then you end up not being able to choose because by virtue of choosing, you're having to not spend time on other a dozen other things. So it was quite difficult for me when I was dithering about at the beginning to actually get sat down and focus and start getting it. This was a long, long time ago. Well, yeah, granted, but it, no, it, I mean, it is really difficult. Like you say, it's, you know, you, you, all you can think is, I'm, I'm like this with writing. It's like any time I sit down to write a story, it's like my brain immediately puts like a brick wall in front of that story and goes, yeah, but if you spend time writing that story, you can't be writing this one or this one or this one or this one. And it's like I pick another yeah. Oh, right, that one then. And immediately my brain's going, yeah, but what about the one you've just left behind? And so on. And yeah. so you do get this, like this that. sort of choice. Having choices in front of you can just stop you dead from, from doing anything. And uh, if you're, uh, particularly if you're sort of, if, you know, if you have that fascination about something, if this is a subject you've, you've, you've realised is suddenly very important to you or you suddenly realised is important to you, you're trying to study it all, all at once. Yeah. It's like knowledge paralysis. Of yeah. The logic says, well, if I spend time focusing on this bit, I can't spend time on everything else. And that kind of, yeah, I, I sat there and dithered for a bit at the beginning because I couldn't work out my clear path through. And mm. Thor, for me, was part of that clear path. Yeah. He still has quite a special place on my altar and a special place in my own practice. Yeah. Because... He was one of the first ones I resonated with and the first one that I started working alongside in a way. So I wanted to talk a little bit about him, not as a killer of giants, which he is. True. Not as the other half of the odd couple with Loki, <laughs> which he is. Yeah. Not as Odin's son, mm -hmm. but as... A, his not has his association with a defender but as his association uh, with storms particularly with rain mm -hmm. particularly with rain in the summertime like we've had in the last week week and a half okay so very much as almost a um, bringer of rain bringer of fertility to crops and helping them grow in those last you know the boost towards the harvest this is quite interesting because i think i think it's fair to say that you know i mean we have people who are listening to this are probably likely to be fairly fairly likely to be 
to have some familiarity with heathen traditions and yeah, maybe uh, one and, or two and, and Norse legends and what have you. You cool with that, level of listeners? I, yeah, we thought you were. Hopefully so. Yeah, but even I mean, even those you know anybody who's come who comes to this who's listening to this that doesn't have a great deal of background knowledge, you know, even if it's only from said films mm. and things, people associate Thor with thunder. Yes. Um, I don't know actually. It's it's odd because I'm fascinated by words and where they come from. I don't actually know if the words are related because he's called Thunor in some areas, isn't he? Yes, and um, Donna. Donna. So presumably the word the word thunder comes from his name. Yeah, and or vice versa. Really madly, you get Donna and Blitzen. Yes, thunder yeah. and lightning. Thunder and lightning as yeah. two of two of the rain two of the reindeer. The reindeer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's. I think. I think it's fair to say that a lot of the the association that that we have in in sort of popular culture, at least, is is with the thunder, the lightning. Yes, he's the, he's the sort of lightning god, um, and that's certainly how he's represented in the movies and in the comics and yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But to hear you say that he's he's associated with the rain. Yeah, for me, yes. Yeah, very much and. For me, the summer rains mm. more than the winter ones. Because they are thundery. Because they tend to be those big build-ups of pressure that you can feel crackle across your skin. Yeah. And then the wind drops and you you can almost feel the pressure rise, those last few bars. Mm. And then the rain starts and then it increases and then you get... And you get those first few raindrops on, on, the, yeah. on the window, which are like great big... Fat raindrops, yeah. Black, 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 yeah. black, like that. And then it starts. And then it starts, and you get the thunder and the lightning, and you get these huge, big, fat, heavy raindrops. Yep. For me, that is very much Thor. That association with, yes, with the storm, but yes, with the fat summer rain. Yeah. That is almost warm when you go out in it. Yep. That, and that. That aspect of him for me, especially in the last couple of weeks when we've had some big heavy summer storms, mm. is very much prominent in my understanding of who he is. Yes, there are those other aspects as well, but maybe for me right now, and probably since I began um, following, starting to follow this path, which was a very long time ago, and yes, they had abacuses back then. <sighs> I mean, they. It, I mean, you're not wrong. They do have abacuses. They do. But they have abacuses now. I know what you're trying to do. Okay, good. You're trying to. You're you're trying to do the 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 age thing. You, we're we're young, you know. We're, yeah, my brain is. We're 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 we're, we're spring chickens. We're what are those other expressions? Spring is it spring onion? No, spring onions. We're yes. spring onions. We're those. Yes. Scallions. Whippersnappers. Scallywags. Scallywags. Mm. Okay. Related to scallions. Is it? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, all I know is that's something to do with Jack Sparrow. Scallions. Scallywags. Scallywags. Yeah, probably. Anyway. But those. Do carry on. But for me, Thor is the summer rain. Mm. And especially when I started looking at Sif and exploring who she is to me through Thor. Okay. Sif being very much associated with the growing. And for that, you need 
a lot of sunlight and you need rain in balanced measure. Yeah. So for me, it makes sense that Thor is very much associated with the summer rains. Mm. The bits where to, to balance out too much summer sun. Yeah. Too much sun and we end up with no crops at all because they over ripen and then the ground bakes bakes and they parch and die yeah too much rain and they rot mm. so you have to have that balance yeah and for me thor and sif create the balance of the growing between them i like that yeah i've and never thought of it like, that way yeah so i kind of wanted to maybe explore that a little bit mm. and the gods that i resonate with now yes thor is still in there but there are a few more okay. <laughs> there are quite a few more <laughs> that that are strong resonances i mean these things do change over over time um you know i'm i have a similar experience of of having my my particular sort of awareness of the anonymorensis yes um the, the the sort of goddess of the woods the wilds um the moon and so on you know, was never, she was never, you know, the central thing for me mm. until you know, a few years ago when she suddenly sort of came into focus and it was like, yes, like, that's... Oh. oh! Because, because you know, for me, that was that was the realisation that, that, that I'd always had this sort of, this sort of druidic strand to me. I'd always had the, 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 the more sort of conventional strand to me and that was what linked the two together. Mm. And that was, you know, so yeah, these things do shift over time, but it doesn't mean that you discard one and pick up another. They're all there. Yes, it's... all of those notes and resonances are still there. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's very much one that is very strong for me. Mm. Um, and yes, there are other ones that have come in, additional ones that have come in after that point. Yeah. But he is always going to be one that is very close to my heart, I think. Okay. So, yeah, I kind of wanted to finish off today's episode with a little bit of a guided visualisation. Again, focusing on Thor mm. and him being master of storms, master of rain, being connected with those things, those images, especially in the summertime, in the growing time. Yeah. So, lovely listeners, we'll say our goodbyes now, and then we can give you that little bit of a visualisation after. So if you do want to kind of go in and just listen to that little bit at the end, you're not getting us saying goodbye at the end of it. <laughs> and you can actually just listen to it free and it's just fine. So, lovely listeners, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. I feel like this one's gone pretty quick, hasn't it? It has. It's... It was just to sort of cover a bit of, just to sort of shine a bit of a spotlight on, on yeah. himself. Yeah, you know? and, and looking back over the episodes we've done, this is our third episode featuring Thor. Yeah? Yeah, so that kind of, that works for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you cool. know, that, that works quite well. All good. Yeah, and so, yeah, for me there are things that I can do yeah. that are devotional, little devotional exercises. He has an association with oak trees and acorns. Mm -hmm. Donar's oak, especially when they get hit by lightning. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you have oak trees like the Donar's oak. We'll put links in the description. Okay. So you can explore these things for yourself. But it could be just as simple as putting an acorn on your 
altar space or in your altar tin or your special place or just having a, an image of an acorn on there or sewing an acorn embroidering it into the corner of your altar cloth <laughs> just as a little at martyr. the risk of going off at a tangent no i know i know far be it from me but is he something to do with why people had like carved wooden acorns all over like in english houses i don't know i say english i don't know whether it was a thing north of the border as well but in british and or english houses there was a there was a tradition for for you know, for a long, long time, and you can you still see it in old houses today, where there's they've got wooden acorns carved into things. Like you no, know, I don't know. Are you, you something get, like stair finals and yeah, you get at the 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 at the bottom of a is that what you call them? Maybe at the 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 little ornament thing at the the knob, the little knob on the uh, banister. Yeah, on the stairs is often in the shape of an acorn, and you get them on light pulls. You know where it's like a string light light pull? Yeah. To switch the light Do you know, off. I don't know. It has like a little wooden toggle on the end, and it's often carved into the shape of an acorn. I don't know. I'll have to go look it up. Just to find out. Just suddenly, because that was the sort of thing I imagine it you would you know you would find little uh, little sort of odd, odd little symbolic things that you didn't realise were symbolic. Yeah. You know. We'll have to go look it up, lovely listeners. If we find links, we'll throw them in the description. Yeah. Yeah. We do that. It's all good. But it could be something just as, <clears throat> as simple as that, as drawing an acorn out on a page yeah. and keeping it in your purse or your wallet mm. or keeping it in your glove compartment or somewhere in, like in your um, notes, like your billfold instead of a coin purse. Yeah. So for me, there's lots of little things that I can do that... Um, will help me just keep that connection refreshed and keep that resonance going. Mm. So I'd like to, maybe we say goodbye now. Yeah. And then we'll do that guided visualisation for you. Lovely listeners, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. We'll see you again for episode 158. Get in. 158. If you want to find us online, you kind of know where to go by now. Well, you, you can, do if you've listened to us before. If you you can find me. You might not. <laughs> I'm Suzanne Martin. You can find me on Facebook under that name. And you can also find me on Twitter at Geetha in Jeans. And I'm Kate Colvin. And you can find me on Facebook. Although mostly I just post like nonsense screenshots from Diablo and things. Um, Still good. Yeah, so you can find, find me there. And while you're on Facebook, if you do a quick search for Frithcast Pod. Frithcast Pod on Facebook will take you to our pages, our little uh, uh, little uh, group on there, uh, and from there you can find the link to our Discord server, which is our virtual virtual campfire. It is where you would be more than welcome to come and join us uh, and uh, and our friends and just sit and have a chat um, and um, yeah relish our biscuits. You don't get to say that very often. Not very often. No. <laughs> I don't know where I came from, to if be honest. If you do want to have a listen to some of the back catalogue episodes, they are all available for you to have a mosey on through. And if you like what you're hearing, just drop us a review. That would be fabulous. Lovely listeners, we'll talk to you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Imagine.
You can see rich fields of sprouting crops around you, with a track leading gently away. You can follow the path of packed earth between the fields. Overhead, a storm is building in the wide sky. Hard clouds push down and the air prickles about you. The winds are still. The air heavy. You can follow the track as it winds through the fields. It leads to a massive sprawling hall and outbuildings standing ahead of you with a herd of goats penned to one side. You can enter the hall and the storm breaks. Rain drums loud, then louder on the roof beams, dripping through the smoke hole to hiss on the healthy central fire. Lightning coats the world in white, thunder rattles the roof above. Around you the benches are plain but well made, with carvings of oak branches and acorns decorating the ends. Two great chairs stand on a platform at the far end, side doors lead away. There's a pair of heavy gloves laid over the arm of one chair. You can spend as long as you like here sheltered from the storm and know that you can return whenever you want to.